0: The Unconditional Boundaries podcast, episode 15, an interview with Karen Freeland. Welcome to the Unconditional Boundaries podcast, where I show you how to use boundaries to add more love and freedom to your life. Hello, Karen, how are you?
1: I am great. I mean, I'm alive. I'm five feet above ground. So what can I complain about?
0: right? That's exactly my thoughts. What do we have to complain about? Thank you for coming on to this interview with me and having this conversation about boundaries. I'm looking forward to uh, to what, we ha- what you have to say, to hearing what you have to say. Sure. So why don't you, first of all, just introduce yourself and tell, tell my listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Okay, sounds good. So hi, everybody. I am Karen Freeland. I'm a recovered corporate workaholic. I spent a good 15 years in corporate chasing higher paychecks, bigger titles, and all the external validation one could soak up mm. until I woke up one day in 2019 and realized, wow, I'm really unhappy with my life. It looks great on paper, you know, married, have a nice house, got the bends in the driveway, have two healthy kids, but um, my job is not fulfilling and this is not making me tick. So I went on a bit of a self-discovery journey and found that I wanted to pursue writing a memoir. And so nice. that, yeah, that book is called The Ins and Outs of My Vagina, A Penetrating Memoir.
0: Nice. And I, I can't remember
1: it. if you use the video too, but I'll just flash up the cover so you can see it. Um but it just was released uh September of 2021 so it's literally had its 3 month birthday yesterday. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and it's doing really well. So um it's been quite a journey and then as I was going through this process and realized oh wait, you mean I have control over my life? Like I don't have to keep riding in the passenger seat of my life anymore? Oh, this is exciting. Mm. Um what else can I control? What else do I want to change? And we ended up moving our whole family to South Carolina from New Jersey, going to a town where we know absolutely no one starting over. And I am now a life coach full time and helping other women make the transition to figure out what makes them tick. What is their purpose in life and how can they build their own pathway to freedom um, like I did, whatever that might mean for them.
0: Perfect. I love that. That's such a wonderful story. Such a wonderful beginning. Um, many of the details are in common with with my own story. Uh, I've been moving around. I gave up the corporate life. I, I decided this isn't for me, and I help guys find what makes them tick. I help guys find what they want. So it, it's. I, I love that. I, I absolutely love your story. It's very. Uh, encouraging to know that there are other people helping you know people get out of their get out of the rat race get out of the the struggle that we feel we have to have and for some reason i don't know why we feel we have to have that
1: Oh, for years. That was, I think, part of the problem. That's why I was so frustrated because I felt like I didn't have options. Yeah, I felt like I had to continue being the breadwinner. I had to continue making multiple six figures. And, you know, there just didn't, I didn't see a way out until right. I started really getting to the crux of what do I want out of life? What is it that really matters to me? And all of a sudden I was like, well, I don't actually need to make that much money anymore because that's not what matters. Like all the stuff doesn't matter anymore. I don't want more stuff. I want free time. That's what's important to me now being a parent, you know, doing my own thing instead of making other people rich, you know, how am I building my own wealth? Um, So yeah, it was like, that was such a game changer for me when I realized, oh wait, I actually, I don't want these things that I've been chasing. So now they don't hold power over me anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And actually, one of the biggest realizations for me along the same journey is, is I also had a beautiful wife and wonderful kids and a beautiful home and all the vehicles like, I found that wanting a beautiful home and a wonderful family also wasn't enough to fulfill me. I mean, yes. they're great. I love them. Like, I, I, I love my family and my kids and my, you know, and the whole thing, but it's not enough to feel fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I had to realize along the way is that, is that these things that I thought were going to you know give me all of this purpose and you know in life, actually didn't give me really what I wanted, what I was looking for. Having yeah. a purpose, having something in the world that I wanted to you know to see change or evolve, that I wanted to you know have an influence or have a have a say in in how things happen. That's what give me purpose. So yeah, I love that. I love that very much. That's exactly what, what motivated me to start this whole journey too. So great. That's wonderful. So let's talk about boundaries. Sure. What is your experience with boundaries? Tell me a little bit about how you've used them or evolved them.
1: Yeah, so I had no boundaries (laughs) for a very long time, hence why I'm a recovered corporate workaholic, uh, Mm -hmm. because I, in my head, equated working harder, working longer hours, being the last one to leave the office, being the last one to get off email at night, the first one back on text messages in the morning, with Being a good worker, being, getting promoted and being recognized and being seen as, you know, a leader in the organization. Yep. And that for me was a very toxic belief because not only was it false, not only did I not get promoted or not get things that I thought I deserved because of how hard I was working, but it was literally sabotaging every other aspect of my life. And that's why I had no friends. I had no um, deep relationships with my family. I wasn't the kind of parent that I was proud to be. It wasn't the kind of wife I wanted to be because I was too busy working. Mm -hmm. So I started really putting in some boundaries. Once I discovered that I wanted to write my memoir, I was still in corporate working full time, And I came to this realization that like, this is the thing that I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to follow through. I've been writing this book, believe it or not, for 10 years at this point (laughs) on and off, you know, but life kept getting in the way. And I just didn't really know what I was going to do with it. But it finally was like this burning desire that was like, now, now is the time you have enough material. You have enough life lived. You can really tell a fantastic story. So as I started writing, I was like, my editor would get back to me and be like, okay, can you turn this chapter around in a couple of days? And I'm like, looking at my schedule, like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I was like, boundaries, I got to start setting boundaries because corporate is no longer my priority. I don't need to be the A plus player. I can just get away with being like a B player right now, Mm -hmm. relying on my team, delegating more stuff, do enough to get by knowing that I'm going to leave eventually anyway. So what, what does it matter? And so I started saying, putting holds in my calendar, like literally blocking off time where I was like, I knew I was going to go read or edit a chapter or do whatever, but I would just put that on my calendar. So no one else could come in and take that time.
0: Right.
1: Now, if you're still in corporate and you don't have some other dream, like I want to write a book right now, but I just need some work-life balance. You can do the same thing. Yes. Because what happens is we don't control our calendar. Guess who does? Everybody else. So they're coming in, they're popping meetings on your calendar from eight o'clock until five 30. When do you do your work? Oh, at night, right? After the kids go to bed or whatever, when you're, you know, you're supposed to be hanging out with your partner. Instead, you're doing emails and responding, doing work because you didn't get to do it all day. So you can still use this whole concept of putting holds in your calendar.
0: Yeah. Even if you don't have something, even if you don't have a a specific thing you're trying to accomplish.
1: Just put the hold in there so you can take a bathroom break or go get some food, you know, but I I can't tell you how many years I ate at my desk, scarfing down food while on conference calls. And for what? It didn't make me more productive. It just burnt me out faster, you know? Um, So that's one example of boundaries. And and I had to start prioritizing my family and not being afraid to say so. So I started, this was before the pandemic hit. So we were still in an office and my kids play baseball. And I was always getting to the games late or missing them, you know, because traffic. So I started saying, I'm going to leave at 4.30. Like I'm, I'm literally walking out the door at 4.30. And if anyone wants to say something to me, like, let's have a conversation, but my family, my kids are a priority. And if this is an organization that isn't going to support that, I don't want to be a part of it. Like I, that, that's not okay. Now, you know, I have my cell phone. So if you need something, you can call me. I'll come in early another day if I need to. You know, it's like, let us be adults. Yes. And so if you work for a good organization that values your talent, your time, and your personal life, they're going to give you those freedoms Because they want you to stick around and they want you to also have a good life outside of work.
0: Yes. And they're not going to voluntarily give you those freedoms. They will accept you you asking for those freedoms, but they're not going to offer them. They would like to just take all your time if they can, if they can get away with it.
1: For sure. Absolutely. And that was one of the things that I found fascinating um, when I was chief of staff. So I did a year stint. Um, as chief of staff to the president of a big telecom company. And I was amazed at how little they did for themselves. Like even at home, they would have people who cooked for them. All of their wives stayed home pretty much. Like most of them, you know, had their dry cleaning dropped off at the office and then someone brought it, you know, their executive assistant or someone brought it to them. So it was like all the little challenges and things that I have to, normal people have to deal with, right? On a day-to-day basis. How do I fit this in my calendar? The company was literally making sure everything else got done for them. So all they had to do was think about the business. Yes. And that was for me, such a realization of like, well, but I don't want that. I don't want to be so disinvolved in my life that everything is just kind of done for me. And it's like, I'm not even interacting. Like, even with like their kids or their spouses, it'd be like, oh, so-and-so's birthday. Can you order me this? Can you order a present for me and ship it out? And it's like, you're, you're right. not even going to give me some ideas or suggestions. Like, right. it was just really fascinating for me. And so, you know, people always say, oh, well, I want the big titles and I want the big paychecks. And it's like, maybe, maybe you do, maybe that really is your goal. But you get a taste of it. And sometimes you realize like, oh, no, this isn't exactly what I wanted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was a big realization for me that that the positions and, the, and the, the titles, there's a certain set of expectations that come with those. There's a certain yeah. lifestyle that they expect to come with those, right? And yeah. some people really like that lifestyle. For some people, that is the perfect lifestyle or their dream lifestyle, but not for most of us. No. not no most of us actually want to like you say buy buy our birthday presents for our kids most of us actually want to be involved in our lives and maybe cook a meal or be present while, while our spouse cooks a meal or or help them right god for god forbid we team up and do things together <laughs>
1: right Oh, I have to say my husband is great at that. Like he is always, I mean, he did the cooking for years because I didn't get home until later. So he would get home, he's in construction, he would make the dinner and and do a lot of that. But it also wasn't fair because I was dumping a lot of the work on him and he was still working full time also. So there were a lot of challenges that we had to work through in that respect to make sure that, you know, it's not always going to be 50-50. It's not always going to be even. Right. But are we right. acknowledging that the other person is taking on more work? Are we thanking them for doing more work? Are we giving them some end in sight? Like, look, I just have this big project. By next week, it'll be wrapped up. Like, I just, please hang on a little bit longer. You're so helpful for me right now, taking right. this the burden of the housework off my, my shoulders. Yeah. And I don't think there's enough open communication like that in relationships.
0: I completely agree. It, it is, like you said, it's not always 50-50. But as long as, as long as sometimes I take the heavy load and sometimes they take the heavy load and there is some give and take and there's some negotiation yep. and there's some communication and boundaries. Like we actually say, this is what I wanna do. And this is what I'd like you know your help with. And, yeah. and, and, and what I've discovered, the more I tell people what I actually want, the more I get what I actually want. What a <laughs> shocker, weird, what a right?
1: concept, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. because we
1: think people are mind readers, don't we? Yes. Yeah. We're like, well, he must know that I really want to work out today. And that's why I'm getting cranky because he's still laying in bed. Well, and I'm now stuck watching the kids. No, he doesn't understand that. But if I right. go up and say, Babe, I really need you to wake up. Like, I want to take this yoga class. It's online at 10 a.m. Like, can you come watch the kids so I can go to that? He's like, Oh, yeah, sorry, I would have got you know, like, no problem. Yeah, and right it there. just
0: just wasn't a thought in my head. And sure, I'm, I'm all over that. Let's do that. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, it's,
0: it's amazing how supportive our, especially our spouses, but but are also our friends and our family and our community. It's amazing how people around us how supportive they can be, if we simply let them know what we want. And, yes. and that's what I like about this conversation around around boundaries and, and, and how we communicate with people. Uh, and like you were saying right off the bat, I'm going to, I'm going to revisit the conversation a little bit. Like you were saying right off the bat, some of those boundaries we had to put with ourselves first, huh. yep. right? We had to say, I'm going to put this time in my calendar for me to do this thing, whether that's write a book, whether that's watch a movie, whether that's snuggle with my spouse, you know, yep. go to games with my kids. I'm going to put those in my calendar because those things are important to me. Yes. Right. And it doesn't matter what it is. It could be lay in the bath for an hour. It could, be, it could be sit on the couch and stare at the ceiling if that's what you want to do. Like it doesn't, there doesn't have to be any prerequisite that you don't have to be productive in that time.
1: Right. It's about self-care. Yes. And it's so funny you bring that up in the boundaries with ourselves because for the first year after I left corporate and I was you know going on podcasts and doing shows and coaching clients, my bio always read recovering corporate workaholic. Because even in starting my own business, I had to put up boundaries for myself because I went right back to workaholic mode because it's what I knew, it's what was comfortable, even though it wasn't healthy and it wasn't comfortable. Like it was comfortable for me because it was kind of all I knew. So I started working, you know, Fridays. And I had always said, when I have my own business, I'm not going to work on Fridays. Like, that's going to be my day. I'm going to have three-day weekends. Like, I want to be one of those people who gets to have the three-day weekend. Like, that's my goal. And my business coach very early on was like, okay, then you need to put it in your calendar. You need to set aside that time and don't schedule anything. But of course, old habits die hard. And the second somebody would say, hey, want to record a podcast? I'm like, I got time on Friday. Exactly. (laughs) let's sync up and talk about a collaboration. Oh, let me check my schedule. Great. Friday will do. And I start jamming all the stuff on Fridays. And eventually my family called me out. My husband was like, I thought you don't work Fridays. What do you, and I was like, oh, I'm doing it again, aren't I? So I had to work on that. And now I've consistently been good with not working on Fridays. So, and now I'm recovered, but um, it takes some time to get comfortable with setting boundaries because it feels weird at first. And we're yeah. like, oh, but I'm an entrepreneur, like, aren't I supposed to work hard? Aren't I supposed to like do whatever it takes to make the dollar and keep the business alive? And it's like, well, no, like, yes and no, you know, you want your business to do well, but at what cost? And so you got to put it back into perspective again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. And it's, it's about, it's about who is running the business. Like, are you running the business or is the business running you? Like if, if I'm, if I'm running my business, then I got to take care of me first.
1: Right. If
0: I'm, if I'm running my business, I need to, uh, you know, I'm not going to be productive if, if I'm, if I'm overwhelmed, if I'm, you know, burnt out, or if I'm, you know, if I'm a workaholic, right. Right. And, and it goes, one of the boundaries that I had to set is I was a lazy workaholic. So I wouldn't actually do much work. So I was in that sense, I was kind of the opposite to you. I would, I would spend most of my day avoiding the work. So I'd go play some video games or I'd watch Netflix for like 10 hours a day. Yep. And so I had to put boundaries around, okay, these are the times that you get the rewards that you're looking for. These are the times that you do the work that earns those rewards. And these are the times that you can do whatever the hell you want. Right,
1: right. exactly. I love that. And having that accountability partner, you know, whether it is through a coach, like I had with a business coach or how I help my clients or just even a spouse, like my husband, when he called me out, like I thought you don't work Fridays. Right. And I was like, Mm -hmm. thank you. Like I needed that. So it's great to kind of, again, tell people what you want, what you need, what you're trying to achieve so that they can help you keep those boundaries.
0: That's exactly true. That's exactly true. Yeah. And, and I found um, a lot of my clients think that the hardest person they can set boundaries with is their spouse, but they don't send boundaries with themselves. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to challenge that. And I do for them that the hardest person to set boundaries with is not your spouse, is not this person, your boss or, or any family member, it's yourself. Hold yeah. yourself to those boundaries. That's the hardest thing to do. And once you do that, once once we get good at holding ourselves to certain boundaries, the rest becomes easier, way, way easier. Right.
1: Oh, I agree 100%. And, but it's the confidence, right? It's that little voice in the back of your head. And I, I know it well from my corporate days where it's like, they're paying me a lot of money. Shouldn't I work harder? Shouldn't I be unavailable 24 seven? Shouldn't I take that conference call like on a Sunday night? And it was like, yeah. but why? No, they're paying me for results. Am I delivering the results? Okay, then I don't need to work above and beyond that. I mean, I can if you want, but it wasn't serving me, you know. Right.
0: It wasn't serving. It wasn't serving me, and it wasn't serving the company I was working for, <laughs> because they weren't getting optimum me. They weren't getting the best of me, right? Right. So yep. yeah, even even point. if even if we do want to stay in our corporate jobs, even if we do want to climb the corporate ladder, there is still a part of responsibility to take care of ourselves so okay. that their company gets the best of us.
1: One hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I love that. This has been a, this is a wonderful conversation. Um, we could go on all day. I'm <laughs> sure we could. <laughs> um, and I like to keep these conversations reasonably short. So I'd like to know, do you have uh, one kind of piece of advice or a quick tip that you could give somebody that would help them maybe set some boundaries around themselves or, or someone they know?
1: Oh, so what I would say is, and I say this a lot, but you have all the answers inside of you. If you really dig deep and you get quiet, maybe you do some journaling and you really think about what's important to you, you can kind of flip it and go, okay, so if I don't follow through on this, if I don't set boundaries so I can be the better parent, whatever whatever that goal or thing is that you really want to achieve, What are the ramifications? And for me, realizing if I don't set these boundaries, I'm going to ruin my marriage. I'm going to have my parent, my kids grow up to hate me as a parent, right? And be like, my mom was never there for me. She didn't care about me. She didn't love me. Those ramifications were just too big to keep going on the way I was going. So if you can answer those questions for yourself, get clear on what it is you want. And you know, deep down in your heart, even if you don't think you do, I'm telling you, you know, we all know. We just need to be honest with ourselves yep. and then figure out what those ramifications are of not following through. And hopefully that will drive you so strongly to follow through
0: on those boundaries. Beautiful. I love that. Figure out what it is you actually want and figure out what it's going to cost you if you don't do what you're going to do. I love it. That's awesome. So how can people get a hold of you and uh, and how could they work with you if they wanted to?
1: Yes. Awesome. So Karen Freeland.com is the best way to get in touch with me. And it's Karen with an I K A R I N. And you can also find my book on there, the ins and outs of my vagina a penetrating memoir. And for yeah. every book sold um, a portion of the proceeds actually, is going to go to Alliance for period supplies also. So you'll be helping to end period poverty for women in need who can't get access to the supplies that they need. Beautiful. Um, And if you're interested in working with me, I have a phenomenal Facebook group called Successful Working Women Rocking Reinvention. And we go live in there. There's lots of exclusive content. It's an awesome container off of LinkedIn because most of the women I work with are career women and they don't want, you know, their bosses and their peers to kind of see them exploring um, new avenues. But come check us out on Facebook, join our tribe, and I promise you'll get so much value out of it. And be uh, rocking your reinvention in no
0: time. Beautiful, wonderful. Thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. It's been it's been absolutely just beautiful. Um, and I look forward to having another conversation with you at some point in the future. So that would be great. How about we just call that today, and I'll talk to you another time. Thanks Sounds lot, good.
1: Man. Thank you, Andy.
0: Thank you for listening to the Unconditional Boundaries podcast. If you'd like my support in creating boundaries in your life, you can find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash unconditional coach, or you can contact me at unconditionalcoach@outlook.com. at outlook.com.